you've had enough to eat fatty, stop eating. When I was like seven years old, every time the bell would ring and it would be lunchtime, I would immediately dread that period because I spent every single day eating by myself. I saw three eighth grade kids walking by me and as I was taking a bite out of my sandwich, one of the kids comes out and slaps it out of my hand and it just lands on the floor and I look up and the kid looks at me and he's like, you've had enough to eat fatty, stop eating. I just went to the bathroom and I remember just calling my mom just to hear her voice because I just needed to know that someone out there loved me. I have these memories of my mom hugging me and calming me down because I was crying. When we immigrated to the U.S., she knew that we wouldn't have that American dream life that my parents envisioned. We were very poor at the time, and so she actually put herself through USC nursing school and was dead set on becoming a doctor, and that was always her dream for herself. As I got older and as she graduated nursing school, um, she didn't want to take out any more loans. She didn't want to spend any more time away from me. She decided to forego medical school. And instead, that dream kind of got carried on to me. Every time that my mom's friends would ask her, like, what does Catherine want to be when she grows up? She'd always say, she's going to be a doctor. She's going to be a doctor. And so my whole life, I was almost trained to know that I would have to get good grades, that I would have to study, and that one day I'm gonna become a doctor and make my parents happy. As I got older, my mom was very strict with things at home. I would always do my best to get really good grades, but for some reason, it was really, really tough for me, and every time that I would get less than an A, I would get grounded. All of a sudden, I just hear this voice come through. Catherine, who are you living for? A couple hours later, Catherine, who are you living for? The next day, it gets louder. Catherine, who are you living for? I finally answered it and I realized everyone but myself. I kind of got my first awakening as to like, there might be something more out there for you. There might be something better out there for you. And in the midst of these crazy decisions and realizing, you know, I'm living for all these other people and what I really wanted to do all my life with all that I've been through, I was really inspired um, and passionate about uplifting others. And I just realized, oh my God, I need to tell my parents that I no longer want to go to medical school. The only reason why I was doing it was to please them and I sat down my parents on the couch that we have in our kitchen. I remember looking at my parents and being like, guys, like I, I'm not going to medical school. Like that's, this is not the path for me. And the look on their faces were definitely ones of disappointment. Their faces went white. And then I could see them turning red out of anger. And I remember my mom looking at me and being like, this is really disappointing and you're a disappointment and what you're doing is a big mistake and I don't think you're ever going to be successful at it. How could my own parents say that to me? And I was on Instagram like distracting myself one night when I came across this quote and the quote says, live your life as if your prayers are already answered. And I had a journal next to the cot I remember sitting up, turning on this light, opening up my journal, 
and I started to write down my life the way that I want it to look like. I remember writing down my dream relationship and what it would look like, that I have this successful business. I remember at this time I was really, and I still am, obsessed with travel, and so I remember writing like every single month I'm gonna be in a different country. And every single day I worked on becoming that version of myself who was already living that reality. And I can just feel like the shift taking over. I fell in love, me and my fiance, well, we got engaged and I started traveling the world. And every single month we would be in a different country. All of these amazing things just started happening and my life started to take on that vision that I wrote for myself two years ago. I think the first thing to become aware of is that your current destination is not your final destination. I was able to create a business that allows me to fulfill my purpose and help thousands of women around the world by showing them how their mindset doesn't describe their reality. It creates it. And now I'm on a mission to inspire every single person to create lives wilder than their wildest dream. People have this story stuck in their head of, this is the way things are because this is how my parents made me to be, how I had to behave so I wouldn't get bullied, how I had to be to protect myself from being hurt. But even if my parents didn't believe in me, at least I believed in myself, and so can you. And so I tell people to start by looking at what is the story of their life that's playing and realize you don't have to settle for anything less than what you want.